Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nettling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you and take you and your business to the next level. Today, I am very excited to have Bethany Corbin as my guest. And let me tell you a bit about Bethany. As a healthcare innovation and femtech attorney, Bethany Corbin is on a mission to help the thought-leading companies revolutionize the global women's health sector. She is the founder of Feminovation, that's a word, which helps founders, clinicians, politicians, and advocates transform and disrupt standard care delivery for women's health through specially tailored legal and educational programs, thought leadership, and advocacy. Bethany is recognized leader at the intersection of women's health, law, and technology, and was named a top 200 trailblazing leader in women's health and femtech by Women of Wearables. Her strategic insights have been featured in top new outlets news outlets, maybe news outlets, <laughs> including Forbes, Fortune, BBC, NPR, BuzzFeed, The Atlantic, Vice, Cosmopolitan, Teen Vogue, and many more. I thought today we would just talk a little bit about digitizing women's health, legal and ethical considerations in femtech. Please join me in welcoming Bethany Corbin. Hi, Bethany. Such a very uh, nice background for somebody so young. <laughs> so we always start with the easy question for you. What is uh, your home? Where do you call home? Yeah. <laughs> well, my niece, who's about your age, actually moved to Charlotte about, she bought a house about a year ago, I guess. And so I should hook the two of you together so you can uh, hang out and maybe uh, she's a editor for books. So, yeah, yeah, I will definitely. Yes, I know, because, you know, when you're in a strange town and everything, and since you've been established a while, you might be great. So, <laughs> Not only do we do um, help in your business, but we help you get your life going there. <laughs> awesome. So how do you race to market? Um, how do race to market strategies hurt both consumers and femtech digital health founders? And, and, and I, you know, before we do that, can you just define femtech, please, for the audience in case they're 65 and older like me and um, have not heard that a lot.
Excellent. Thank you for explaining that. So back to our question about uh, the markets, <laughs> rent, raised to market strategies hurting both consumers and femtech legal health founders. Yes. Oh, wow. Hmm.
Wow. As you're talking about that, so um, as I said, I'm 65. Whenever I decided I wanted to have kids in my late 20s, um, I didn't want to use drugs or anything. So I did the basal <laughs> thermometer method and, and I w got really good and had both my babies in May because I didn't want to be in the hot summer. <laughs> so, you know, it is, you know, you can do that. People and always, oh, no, just chance. I was like, no, no. I knew everything about my body. And, and so that's why these apps, I think, are really helpful for women if they could get it right. Because when you know your body like that, you know when you're going to get sick. You know when you're, you know, uh, there's things going on. And uh, so I was excited to hear that there were apps that were much easier probably than what I was doing but sad to hear that there's some that really just don't do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So is that something that you offer as one of your services of like, you know, here we have um, for consumer services, Trust Dale. <laughs> Do we have a Trust Bethany uh, a piece of your website that says, these are ones we vetted and they're okay. <laughs> Yeah. Excellent. That's awesome. So what do women's health founders need to know about that algorithm and femtech design? Is it, um, is it something that that the technology as we get to more AI and things, is that gonna help improve the um, results that you get to help, you know, as you said, the more I did it, the better I got at it. Can, can AI help that current technology be more like my brain? <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Mm. Right. Mm. Ah, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and for my uh, days way back when um, from programming, garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm Well, and I think it comes down to also education, as you were mentioning, you have all different kinds of folks of, of education levels and whatnot and understanding, you can't get comfortable if you don't understand. And so I, I think the education piece is probably huge. And Yeah, for sure. So what are three to five femtech trends? You, we talked about period tracker and things like that, but I know there's other feminine issues um, uh, incontinence and things like that where they have t wearables that are 
could you talk a little bit about what maybe three to five trends might be? Yeah. Right, Yeah. I was just going to say a personal fan. <laughs> mm Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that's one of the reasons why I got the aura and I have my smartwatch because, um, you know, I, I want to know what the heck's going on with my heart. <laughs>
Yeah. When you talk about the, um, the heart and, and whatnot and menopause, uh, sleep is a big problem for menopause. Um, you know, I'm way past that, but I remember, and I know my uh, audience, how they have that. And so how much you sleep, how well you sleep. And so that's another thing that the aura and your watch can monitor. And, uh, it also impacts your weight too. So, understanding your sleep patterns and trying to improve them is really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, you know, when I chartered myself, people always concentrate on those 28 days when you're ov or when you're having your period. But when I was ovulating, it was a different, there was a different uh, things going on. And uh, once I understood that, then uh, my life was a lot better. And I think a lot of women don't really think about that, that period of actually ovulation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I and I think I that my training in um the basal the thermometer, understanding my body actually helped me. My doctor was right away, oh, you should do hormone therapy, you know, for, to combat it. And I never did. And I just, and my menopause was not terrible. Um, and so, I, you know, maybe I was just lucky, but I think it's partly because I understood my body a little bit more. Yes. So is, um, is Femtech actually achieving though its goals? I mean, is there some, something that you would like to see change to make it more beneficial for the audience and, and for the industry? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. So are you, are you going out to women's groups and associations and things like that to build that understanding? So, you know, when you get the power of women's voices behind you, then that could help you as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Really, for sure. And have more women be venture capitalists too would help you. Yeah. So what um, are some mistakes that um, they're making? I think we touched on some of them, but what other mistakes are Femtech making? We talked about social media, um, but in their industry itself, I think manufacturing as well as um, where, where you distribute, I mean, Is it to all of the world that you have these opportunities or are we limited to the, um, the wealthy nations, if you will? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Two things come to mind. One, um, the fact that Asia, you know, has always embraced technology so much that it's surprising. But then I think maybe it is a partially partially cultural, where, you know. in countries where women are not equal to men in, in importance, if you will, if you say it nicely. So legally, what are the frameworks um, for telehealth companies? What do they need to understand before they um, before they offer things like abortion and things like that? Right, right.
Yeah. Wow. So it is time for us to just do, I guess, one rapid fire. <laughs> so 
how can you change the perception of fear to drive innovation and develop an entrepreneurial mindset? Mm -hmm. Oh, that sounds awesome. Well, if you want to know more about Bethany and um, be able to connect with her, I'm going to share my screen so you can get a screenshot. And if you're just listening in, I will read the information. As always, the information is on my YouTube channel, as well as my website, Find Your Leadership Confidence. And now, for those that are just listening in, if you have a paper or pencil, the website is h https colon forward slash forward slash femtechlawyer.com. That's F-E-M-T-E-C-H-L-A-W-Y-E-R.com, femtechlawyer.com. She's on LinkedIn as Bethany Corbin. And as she does have another website, I'm going to let her give you that as well as talk to you about um, what you can find on those websites and LinkedIn. Bethany? Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. Well, Bethany, you um, are a delight and you had so much information, um, very well presented and I'm sure brought many questions. So I hope people will go to uh, your websites to be able to connect with you and take advantage of so kindly giving your email address. And I um, hope that uh, we can have another conversation in 2024 to talk about your new innovations website awesome excellent excellent so as always i remind everyone that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride this is vicki nettling signing off <laughs>